Um, but Binkley's going to join the the show now because Binkley's going to take an idea from a Las Vegas guy who got arrested because he was streaking because he took a Super Bowl prop bet of $37,000 and cashed in. Binkley, cap or no cap on that story? You know what? As much as I want to believe it, I don't know if I can. I mean, I, for, when I first saw it, I was like, whoa. Then the more I thought about it, I was like, I mean, no one's going to do that. Who could, anybody could do that to, to make money. So I don't know. I, I like to believe that it's real, but uh, deep down, I don't. Um, how about the weather this week? And how about the weather continue? For we are in spring fling, baby. We are in a, we're almost in can crafted cocktail times. You know, we're almost, we're almost out of the, out of the dark ale beers. We're almost into the, just the nice patio, relaxing garage door open, you know, type of year. How are you this type of year? You know what? It's kind of funny because at least I can wear shorts and people don't laugh at me. <laughs> That's because you wear shorts when it's 32 degrees. Basically, I did buy some sweats when it got really, really cold that one week. But you got to think about this, man. I mean, I know it's going to get colder next Wednesday, but it's been so nice. And it's going to get back up into like the 60s -hmm. and all that. So, I mean, I think, I mean, yeah, listen, winter can happen anytime. I remember a Royals game snowed out in May Mm -hmm. back in like 2014. So it does happen. But I think the most of our winter, God, I don't want to say it because it jinxes it, but it'll be a pure's gone. (laughs) Yeah. I think it is. The groundhog didn't see his shadow, so that yeah. means spring is is quicker than than in than in years past when it does. Um, but hey, man, let's let's talk. You know, football never sleeps, dude. And I, I, you know, I love that. I love that the Chiefs play until late February every year because it makes the sports season transition so quick. Like they raise a trophy, they have a parade. Obviously, this was a a, a depressing year for a parade with with the stories that went on, but. Um, Man, Royals played baseball today on this airwave, and it's it's going to be here before we know it. The draft is going to be here before we know it, and we got the news today, which we we've, we've been waiting for. But the the confirmation of it was the cap's going up thirty million, thirty million dollars, and 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 you and I both know why that is because of TV contracts, because of the money and the yeah. booming business that is the NFL. And I told people tonight on the start of the show, you think thirty million this year is great? What do you see next year? Right with with these teams going to Brazil, going to Mexico, going to Germany, going to Amazon Prime, going to Monday Night Football. Do you see the Chiefs, even though they have more money to spend? Do you think this increases or decreases the chances of bringing back, if not one or both, Legarius Sneed and Chris Jones? Yeah, really. You know, going into the day, I just thought it'd be one. I thought it'd be Legarius Sneed. They'd use that uh, money difference, $19 million to $32 million to uh, bring in other players. Uh, you release Marquez Valdez-Stanton, you, you save $12 million, and so they would use that money uh, free agency, and they have a lot of contracts coming aboard, but it's more and more likely they bring back Chris Jones um, when you see this contract, unless, Dusty, other teams start offering more, unless they go out there and offer more because they can now because he won't take as much of the cap. They're getting an extra $30 million, so teams would pay more. So the Chiefs, it would be the same, because teams are paying more to match mm-hmm. what other teams are doing. But, yeah, I think it increases it. Not a ton, but I think a little bit it increases those chances. But, you know, when you see these uh, the NFL raise the salary cap like this, and you sit there and scratch your head and punch the wall and said, why aren't these officials full-time? That's the problem in the NFL, to have part-time officials, Dusty, mm-hmm. that are high school principals, lawyers, um, directors of boards, 
and they're doing other jobs besides being officials. No, no. It's time to hire officials full-time if you're making this kind of cash. Right. And then you look at what this draft is. I know you and Una Cero do the Characters Concerned podcast that drops every Wednesday. Um, you claim to think, and you tend to kind of know what you're talking about with this sort of information, but you tend to think that seven to eight wide receivers are going to go in the first round. Yeah. Um, those are all going to go before 32, we would think, right? So you look at where the Chiefs pick. You look at what the Chiefs try to do in this draft. Last year they got Rasheed Rice in the second round. I think he was targeted. They traded up for him with Detroit. Turned out to be a pretty good pick. Do you see, let's say they don't use this cap money increase on a guy like, let's say they, hypothetically, let's piss some people off. Why not? Let's say they just let LeJarius and Chris Jones go, right? They don't bring either one of them back. And they have all this money from reconstructing, reconstructing uh, or getting rid of Marquez Valdez-Scantling, right? Created $11 million plus the $30 million uptick. Now you're sitting around $70 million. Do you go and get a guy like a Michael Pittman and draft a rookie? Or do you think the Veach strategy is somewhere different and I'm just talking out of my ass? No, I, th- I think so, Dusty. I think you redo that whole wide receiver room with a Pittman or a Mike Evans. Plus, you draft somebody in the first round, and and I think they will. I mean, this what you don't want to do is in three years or four years look back at it and say, why didn't you take a receiver? Why? Because this is the wide receiver draft. The record is seven back in two thousand and four. In two thousand thirteen, there was thirteen receivers taken in the first and second round, which is the record. And you know, a lot of the mock drafts and everything else, and people have you know five to seven wide receivers going in the first round. Right. The good news is a lot of teams have a lot of guys have four and five quarterbacks going in the first round. There's probably six or seven offensive linemen going in the first round. So that's twelve just between quarterbacks and offensive linemen. Then when you look at edge rushers in corners, and all of a sudden the Chiefs aren't picking thirty two anymore. There's literally only like seventeen players, you know, mm-hmm. that aren't offensive linemen or quarterbacks or cornerbacks to select, so all of a sudden that 30-second pick looks a lot better when you think about all these other positions there's, there's going to be runs on. Somebody from the 913 has asked me for a favor, and they said, ask Jay Binkley about South Carolina wide receiver Xander Leggett. Looks like an A.J. Yeah. Brown clone. What say Jay Binkley for the 913? Yeah, Xavier Leggett. He's, Leggett. Tough and, he's tough and physical, man. I like him. We'll see what he runs at the combine. I think that the, he and Keon Coleman – um, Malik Neighbors, Romo Dunes. I think that a lot of the top receivers is going to be changed with what they do on the 40-yard dash. So I think a lot of people are going to be looking at it. I do like Xavier Leggett. I think the guys have been a stud in the SEC. Um, that's a, a, a fit for Kansas City. I like Xavier Worthy there, A.D. Mitchell from Texas as well, going to Chiefs Brian Thomas, LSU, although he looks like he's probably going top 15. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Leggett's a good player at South Carolina, but we'll see what he runs. You know, we'll see what he runs in the 40-yard dash before we make our decision if he's a first-rounder or not. Is the Royals baseball schedule out yet? Um, I do believe so, Dustin. Okay, I need to find that. But they came out today with the 2024 opponents for the Kansas City Chiefs, which ones are home, which ones are away. Yeah, I'm sure you looked at it. Binkley, who's your Thursday night opening of the season opponent for the Kansas City Chiefs in Arrowhead, revealing another Super Bowl banner, the third in the Mahomes era? 
100%, I, I do believe it's going to be the Houston Texans. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want the Cincinnati Bengals. That's who I want. Yeah. Like, if I could take any team there, it'd be them because, you know, look, so they put them at the end of the year last year and you didn't have Burrow playing in that game. Mm-hmm. It's one of the bigger rivalries right now going on in football, especially the AFC. And the Chiefs are the talk in the NFL and the Bengals, you know, have been able to beat the Chiefs. Of course, the Chiefs have been able to beat them, but that is the rivalry. They like to run their mouths and Jamar Chase. The Bengals would be great giving Andy Reid the whole summer getting ready for the Bengals because I think that would be an important game. But looking at Houston, that's a team that won a playoff game. I think they're going to look at Houston like they do Detroit. Uh, They're thinking C.J. Stroud, oh, let's build the next AFC rivalry, C.J. Stroud versus Patrick Mahomes. And uh, I totally see it being the Houston Texans. Yeah, I would love that. I'd, I'd love to see that matchup because I think Houston can win that division in years past, and that might be the the preamp up uh, to that. Uh, Binkley baseball season, Bobby Wood Jr. signs a big contract. The Royals are sponsored by Quick Trip. Seems like a perfect life for Jay Binkley when you see all that. How's it yeah. make you feel to be a Royals fan going into this season? And where are your, I guess, your preseason expectations? As you and I both know that we're nacho boys, we're hot dog lovers, <laughs> and we, we, we like watching the boys in the summer and sitting on patios. But this summer, this it kind of feels like this season might be a little different. I'm not saying... I'm not saying playoffs. I'm not saying they're going to be competitive until September, but it seems like we're going to at least be able to go and do an all-star break for the first time in a long time, uh, ready to watch some competitive baseball. Yeah, still being in striking distance. I mean, I think that's the only thing we can ask. And with the extra wild card team, I like it. I think this is going to be a fun team, Dusty. It's going to be a hungry team. I love the pitching staff. I love the off-season additions uh, this team has put together. And Bobby Wood Jr., I like him too. You know, he's going to be this bona fide leader. He's a bona fide star in Major League Baseball. This is one of the most fun guys to watch. This is a little bit like, you know, hey, going out and seeing a young Mike Trout play. I just hope it just doesn't become him. Mm-hmm. Like a Mike Trout or Shohei Otani, you know, these guys are, you know, filling up MVPs, but they don't win anything in the postseason. I don't want that scenario in Kansas City, but I don't think it's going to be there because with Benny and Bobby and you know, Michael Walker and everything, I, I just love the makeup of this team. I think they're going to be competitive. I, I would see kind of like the 2013 Royals mm-hmm. where they were really good. They weren't eliminated there till the end of the season, and they mm-hmm. finally made a run in 14. I'm not saying I don't think the Royals are ready for a run in 2014. I don't think it's out of the question to make the postseason not this coming year, but the following year after that. But it's about taking those steps, and I'm very excited uh, about the Royal season, Dusty. I'm gonna, excited to go to Quick Trip and get some roller food mm. and, and sit there and watch the Royals. And I'll say this, too. Major League Baseball, I said it this morning, Major League Baseball needs to get on the ball. They've been, they've been more and more proactive lately. Mm-hmm. And give me a selection of five or three to five players in Major League Baseball, mm-hmm. and I want to text. I'll pay for the service. I want to text every time that player comes to bat, meaning no matter where I'm at, I want a text message, Bobby Witt's coming to the plate. The way I'm not sitting there watching the whole game or anything, I'm just watching Bobby Witt plate appearances. That's what I want. Are you concerned about the pants in baseball this year? You know, the pants are a little weird. Um, You're going to see a lot. Went cheap. They, they went cheap on them, man. I, yeah. I, I don't understand it. It's like, you know, baseball is doing fine financially at the yeah. – and some guys like it, like Nolan Arenado. There's other guys that mm-hmm. tune in. I think a lot of guys actually like these, but it seems like a majority of the players doesn't. Mm-hmm. And anything, anytime, Dusty, you can see uh, stuff in pants you're not mm-hmm. supposed to, yeah. it's time to change them. Yeah, I'm afraid to take a date to a baseball game. It's it's a little tough because there's things that are seen that shouldn't be seen. There's going to be a lot of Johnsonville brats to the naked eye. Binkley. Twigs uh, and berries. That's 
more than twigs. These baseball players, I've been in locker rooms. It's 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 more than a twig, Big Daddy. Uh, thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. Um, I hope you're having a good night, enjoying this weather, enjoy this week with all the weather that is there as well. And it's uh, man, it's a week without football as we got to get through this, and we'll be here in a matter of uh, no time. We'll continue to look forward to Character Concerns podcast. Bingley, thanks for joining the show tonight. Uh, we'll talk to you again next Friday. All right, yeah, Dusty, you and James uh, have a great Friday night. Thank you, sir.